This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. sweethearts. Welcome to Love Letters 2, the podcast dedicated to exploring the delightful and unexpected things in history. I'm Alicia. Hi, everyone. I'm Melissa. Melissa, you're bringing us a love letter today. I am. And I think at the end of it, everyone's going to just smile and feel happy. We could all use a little feel happy. I think so. Dear Hans and Margaret Ray, It was 1940, and the Nazis were preparing to invade Paris. As a Jewish couple, you knew it was essential that you escape before the city fell. You had a manuscript with you that you had been working on together. Of course, saving the manuscript was not nearly as important as saving your lives, but it would become a beautiful legacy loved and enjoyed by millions. If you had been unable to escape, your stories would have been lost forever. You had both grown up in Germany, and Hans, you served as a German soldier in World War I, but had gone to Rio de Janeiro after the war to further your career and to seek adventure. Margaret, you left Germany for Brazil when Hitler came to power. It was in Brazil that you met and fell in love. You began working together, writing and illustrating books. You also had two pet monkeys that you adored and that kept you entertained. When you got married in 1936, you both decided that Paris was the place you wanted to go for your honeymoon. And it turned out that Paris was the perfect place for you to work on your books, soak in the culture, and be around other artistic people. So you decided to stay for the next four years. You were still there when World War II broke out in 1939. As the Nazis advanced through Belgium and the Netherlands on their way to Paris, you knew it was time to get out of France. You prepared for your departure and secured updated Brazilian passports. With millions of people trying to flee Paris, there were no vehicles left. So you took the tandem and bicycle that you had and were able to find enough extra use parts around the city to build two bicycles for your escape. On your bikes, you took off first to Spain, then to Portugal, hoping to catch a boat back to Brazil as the German planes were flying overhead. This is incredible. We'll just bicycle ourselves <laughs> out of the war. Well, think about how many people were doing it on foot. It's incredible. They had a bike. On your journey, you took shelter in a stable. You were stopped and questioned by a French official at one point who was suspicious of you because you both spoke with German accents. After all, you had been born and grew up there, and they were suspicious that you might be Nazi spies. He searched you, but when he found your manuscript called The Adventures of Fifi, he realized you weren't carrying anything more dangerous than a children's book. 
and so you were allowed to pass. It's almost certain that a decision you had made two years earlier saved your lives and allowed you to escape France. Instead of keeping your German citizenship, you had both decided to become Brazilian citizens, which is the only reason why you had Brazilian passports instead of German passports. If you were trying to leave France with your German passports, you would have been arrested and detained by French officials. And when the Nazis invaded, two days later, you would likely have been killed. But fate was on your side. And with those Brazilian passports, you were able to make it to Portugal by bike and then by train. Once there, you got on that ship, headed back to Brazil and successfully fled the Nazis. Once you reached Brazil, you sent a telegram to your bank, which read, have had a very narrow escape, baggage all lost, have not sufficient money in hand. But what you did have in hand was the manuscript of the adventures of Fifi. After getting visas in Rio de Janeiro, you came to New York City in 1940, and you took that manuscript to Houghton Mifflin Publishing, where they purchased it for $1,000 and asked for three additional stories about Fifi. There was just one change they required. They wanted the lovable and mischievous protagonist name to be changed from Fifi to George. And so in 1941, your story, The Adventures of Fifi, was published under the name we know, Curious George. And it was an instant success. And yes, George was modeled after your pet monkeys. The cute tales of the playful adventures of the adorable monkey, now named George, were exactly what everyone needed amid the horrible news of the war raging in Europe and the bombing of Pearl Harbor. It was a therapeutic escape from the terror of reality. Since your book was first published in 1941, generations of children and adults have fallen in love with the curious monkey and his friend, the man with the yellow hat. There have been numerous books, films, games, and television shows about the lovable George getting himself into messes and blunders while following his curiosity and exploring the world around him. PBS Kids currently has a successful series of Curious George that is now in its 11th season, newly produced over 80 years after the original book was first introduced. Here's to you, Hans and Margaret Ray. Not only did you save your own lives by narrowly escaping the Nazis, but you saved a character that has become part of the fabric of our culture and has brought joy to many in the years since you made those two bikes and held on to your manuscript running for your lives. It's hard to imagine a world without Curious George, and I'm so happy that we don't have to. I'm a little weeby. That was lovely. <laughs> Delightful, isn't it? Delightful. I mean, you know, a children's story isn't obviously as important as getting out with your lives, but they knew they had something there, and they made sure they kept that. They lost all of their luggage along the way, but that story meant something to them. And it has meant something to so many for the last 80 years. And honestly, I think Curious George is one of the great children's characters of all time, really. It would be different if his name was Fifi, huh? It really would. I, I think Curious George is perfect. <laughs> well done. Thank you for that, Melissa. Curious George. Oh, so lovable. 
So now when you see any Curious George book or TV show, you will realize there's so much more to the story. Sweethearts, thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. (laughs) We are going to be returning back to Paris for a little bit of April in our coming up next episode. We can't wait to see you back then. Everyone loves April in Paris. That's for sure. Until we get back to April in Paris, Melissa. Stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.